Netwatch Charity Walk Highlights Mental Health Article by Michael Tracy Members of the Netwatch team in Carlow took part in a charity walk for Mental Health Ireland last week. Netwatch Ambassador Mick Galway led the group walk last Wednesday the 19th of May with some help from Carlow Rugby Club to help drive awareness of this worthy cause which is the longest running mental health charity in Ireland. The team left the Netwatch office at 12.30pm for Carlow Rugby Club, where they took time out to catch up with one another while being socially distanced. This was in an effort to help highlight the importance of mental health and the power of talking among the team. Like so many others, Netwatch employees have continued to provide a full 24-7 service throughout the pandemic, some attending the monitoring hubs daily and others managing their roles remotely from home. It has been a tough year for many, with feelings of isolation and lack of contact with colleagues, along with the fear of COVID-19. The team was delighted with the opportunity to link in with colleagues on a face-to-face basis again, even if it was just for a walk and a chat. Netwatch says it's proud to continue its partnership with Carlo Rugby Club as its main sponsor and is grateful for the use of the grounds for the meet-up. It is hoped the initiative might encourage others to get involved in fundraising and highlight mental health issues. Backline Documentary Remembers COVID-19 Victims from County Carlow. Article by Suzanne Pender. The Backline has once again defied all the odds to take yet another leap forward with its own collaborative video documentary. The Backline will release its video documentary Lechela on its social media platform today, Tuesday the 25th of May, to coincide with the anniversary of the 1798 Battle of Carlow, in which 640 people lost their lives. The backline began as a platform in April 2020, where like-minded musician friends could share their songs and influences. Now it's become a 2,300-member strong creative arts forum that not only provides huge opportunities to musicians, visual artists, poets and any other creatively minded people to perform or share their talents, but also encourages, supports and helps these artists in a non-competitive, non-judgmental and safe environment. The hour-long documentary will feature 16 original Irish-themed songs written by Backline members and a series of photos of local historical and cultural places of interest from around the county. These wonderful images will be interspersed with video messages of hope and resilience from many of our local councillors, clergy and well-known faces, including Thishuk Michal Martin. We hope to shine a little light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, explained Justin Kelly, founder of The Backline. In many ways, The Backline has played a huge role in keeping people connected, entertained and positive during these very tough and dark times. To date, County Carlow has suffered 61 COVID-19-related deaths, and those lost loved ones will also be remembered as part of the video documentary. We also intend on commemorating the lives of those 61 people in our documentary. We cannot include the names or details of those people, but we intend on having 61 red roses blessed by our Bishop Dennis Nulty outside Carlow Cathedral in honour and remembrance of those we have lost, explained Justin. The songs, images and artwork will remind us that this darkness and loneliness will not last forever 
and that we are a resilient people and a people who remember our living and our dead, he added. The songs featured are written by Justin and Kean Kelly, Paul McManus, Carmel Day, David O'Reilly, Shane Sullivan, Anya Parks, Aaron Smith, Nuala Kelly, Tomas Jackman, Pamela Purcell, Veronica Vincenzi, Ray Weaver, Woody Kane, James Brady, Sylvia Knox, Pascal Walsh, Dave Woods and Shane Hennessy. The backline would like to thank the huge team that has helped to make Lakela possible, including Father John Dunphy, Greg Menart of Hedgehog Productions, Mary Hunt at Hunt Graphics, Anthony Kenny at Golden Discs, Victoria Ola, Bishop Dennis Nulty, Sinead Dowling and the Carlo Arts Office, Kieran Comerford and the Carlo Local Enterprise Office, Carlo County Council, Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor and Councillors Fergal Brown, Finton Phelan, Adrienne Wallace, Andrea Dalton, Ken Murnane, John MacDonald, John Casson, Tom O'Neill, Arthur MacDonald and Thomas Kinsla. Lakeela will be available at 8pm tonight on the Backline Facebook page and its social platforms, from the website Livecam Ireland, YouTube and on Carlow County Council's social media platforms. Man treated for burns after row at house party. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Garthi and Carlo are investigating an incident in which a local resident suffered burns to his body after a row broke out at a house party. The 35-year-old man was initially rushed to St Luke's Hospital Kilkenny after the incident occurred in the early hours of Thursday morning in New Oak Estate, Carlo. He was later transferred to the Burns Unit of St James's Hospital Dublin, where he is being treated. His injuries are thought to be non-life-threatening. One man in his late 40s was arrested last Thursday morning and was charged in Kilkenny District Court on the following day with assault, causing harm and with criminal damage. A second man was arrested and he is being detained at Carlo Garda Station. Garda are appealing for witnesses to the incident after they were called initially at 12.45am on Thursday morning to a house party in New Oak Estate, Carlo, because an altercation had broken out. Garthy broke up that row and left, but had to return at 2.45am after two men went back to the house. One of the men had been carrying an accelerant believed to be petrol, and another row broke out, during which the 35-year-old man got burnt. An ambulance brought him to St Luke's Hospital Kilkenny and he was later transferred to St James's Hospital Dublin. Garthy preserved the scene and forensically examined the area. Garthy and Carlo Town are investigating the incident and are appealing for witnesses to come forward. Contact them on 059-913-6620. Fewer Carlovians availing of the pandemic payment. Article by Michael Tracy. There has been a significant fall in the number of Carlovians who received the pandemic unemployment payment, the PUP, between the 13th of April and the 11th of May. During that period, the number of PUP recipients in the county fell by almost 500. There were 3,680 recipients on the 11th of May, compared with 4,151 on the 13th of April. A total of 10,082 people have availed of the PUP in Carlow since it was introduced. 
The estimated expenditure for the scheme in Carlo is 79.5 million euro. The release of the figures followed a parliamentary question by Deputy Jennifer Mernane O'Connor, who said, I welcome the fall in the number on the PUP because it is so important that we reopen the country as best we can. We are definitely on the way to doing so. I am concerned that support be maintained for the people who need it, such as those in the accommodation and hospitality sector who have not fully returned to work. I welcome that the scheme remains open to new entrants until the 30th of June, but one of my big concerns relates to people who have been left behind. However, the Carlo TD said she was concerned by those who reached retirement age during the pandemic and queried what supports were in place for them. In response, Minister Heather Humphreys simply said that people qualify for the state pension at that age. Special Olympics need your help to raise vital funds. Article by Suzanne Pender. Special Olympics Ireland is encouraging people from County Carlow to help raise €200,000 of vital funds throughout May as part of its annual Collection Day campaign. The fundraising target is needed to enable the charity to continue its support of 7,351 children and adults living with an intellectual disability across the island of Ireland. For the second year running, the annual Collection Day campaign, which culminates this Friday, the 28th of May, will go virtual in response to COVID-19. Special Olympics athlete Dale O'Neill, age 33, from Tullow, is encouraging locals to donate €4 by texting ATHLETE to 50300 or by visiting can'tstopnow.ie to make a donation or to organise a virtual fundraising event. A talented athlete competing in four diverse sporting fields, including 10-pin bowling, swimming, athletics and football, Dale has been a member of Carlo Special Olympics Club for seven years. Before I joined Carlo Special Olympics Club, I had no confidence and found it difficult to make friends, explains Dale. I look back on those years and feel like I'm a completely different person now. Everyone at the club is so kind and friendly and have really helped to bring me out of my shell. I'm great friends with the other athletes and the volunteers are amazing too. They are all really committed to the club, said Dale. Like so many aspects of life in recent times, Special Olympics athletes have also found the past year tough. It's been hard not having the club to go to every week and I have felt quite cut off from life over the last year, but we've been keeping in touch over Zoom and do movie nights every few weeks, which has helped. I'm counting down the days until activities can start again, he added enthusiastically. Special Olympics has changed my life for the better and I would recommend it to anyone. Mary Marr, Dale's mum, explains that when the family discovered Special Olympics Ireland, they knew that sport was how Dale could demonstrate his many skills and talents through training and competition. As a family, Special Olympics Ireland has led us on an incredible journey of meeting new people, trying new sports and travelling to new counties. My new favourite hobby is taxi driver, and I can't wait to happily drive Dale to his many events in the future, she said. With all 292 of the charity's clubs across Ireland closed due to the pandemic, Special Olympics Ireland has worked diligently to develop new ways to keep its athletes physically and emotionally fit. These include operating virtual clubs and developing healthy eating recipes, 
live workouts and mindfulness techniques. Collection Day is the charity's biggest annual fundraising event. The amount raised will enable Special Olympics to support its clubs by creating the material needed to keep its athletes connected until it's safe for them to meet in person again. For more information or to get involved, visit www.cantstopnow.ie or follow the organisation at www.facebook.com forward slash Special Olympics Ireland. Instagram at Special Olympics Ireland or on Twitter at SO Ireland. Eyebrows raised over message painted on a wall in St Mullins. Article by Michael Tracy. A message daubed on the wall of a St Mullins car park raised eyebrows and a kerfuffle last week. No campervans was painted on the wall of a car park at the Quay St Mullins the weekend before last. The car park, which is owned by Waterways Ireland, has seen camper vans using it as an overnight stop. A St Mullins resident put the sign up, but days later removed it following local disquiet. A photo of the sign being put up was taken and circulated locally. The nationalist contacted the resident, who declined to comment about why he put up the sign, but accepted responsibility for doing so. It's understood there has been a background of simmering tension between the resident and camper van visitors in recent years. Martin O'Brien of the neighbouring Mullachan Café said, The sign went down badly, but it's been rectified. It was a silly thing to do. Mr O'Brien said that with other camping grounds closed, there had been nowhere locally for camper van drivers to go at night. You could have five or six in a week, but next week there would be none. The hub in Gregnamana is closed, as are other camping spots. The only place locally for camper vans to come is St Mullins. It's a phenomenon for right now. Once the 4th of June comes around, all these places will be allowed to open again, said Mr O'Brien. Waterways Ireland would not comment on the specific incident. However, the body said in a statement that all recreational users were welcome to the waterways. Recreational users with camper vans, like all other users, are requested to comply with the bylaws, the Canals Act 1986, park responsibly and leave the place as they find it.